Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids just like yours. And all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results, like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com compatibility. Here we go. It is Follow the Money. Live on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Mitch Moss along with Matt Humans, live in downtown Las Vegas. He's filling in for Paulie Howard today as he's taking some time off. Uh, Circa Resort and Casino is the spot we are loaded today on the program. You know, the uh, Euros 20 start this week. We never had it last year because of uh, the pandemic. Nigel Seeley would try to make us some money betting this coming up in 45 minutes. David Thorpe on the NBA. Mike Palm in two hours and Chuck Esposito uh, with some pretty cool props from Station Casinos later on in the show as well. Kind of a, what do you want to call it last night? Uh, slow night in sports? I mean, the way the NBA it, uh, game went? I call it boring as hell. That's okay. what I would call it. Yeah. All right. That was hopefully the worst night of the week in sports. The basketball game was a bore. Uh, blowout. Stopped watching uh, midway through the third quarter. Uh, the Islanders game was actually, uh, I think, highly entertaining if you bet the Islanders. Sure, yes. Uh, that was a lot of fun probably for anyone who bet the uh, home dog to close out that series. And there was not much really the dramatic to happen in baseball last night. Um, <clears throat> but the good news is the Mets did bomb Matt Harvey. And uh, we said yesterday, yeah, you feel like you have to bet against Matt Harvey. So 14-1, to 1, the Mets got the win over the Orioles last night. But again, it was a pretty uneventful night. I think we have uh, much better nights ahead of us this week in sports. You know, rather than sit here and uh, go off and say, how is this guy still on the roster? Uh-huh. I don't want to do that because no. I hope the Orioles continue to throw him out there it's as often gift. as they possibly can. It's yes. a gift to sports betters. Yeah, he had a small little yeah. window this year where he kind of maybe corrected things, right? Sure, and looked a like good starts. Sure, he did, yeah. And that, that's okay. But for the most part... Uh, the guy's been an absolute disaster, and I hope like the Orioles have no solution. And they say, "Yeah, he's got. He's going to go out there every five, six days, whatever. We have to. We're in no. We have no other. Be- you know, better guys to go go with at this point. Let's and that's face our plan. It, what do they have to lose? Exactly right. Yeah. Sure. And I mean, they got a, uh, that bomb from Alonzo right away to give you a two spot in the first. Sure. And from there, it was all downhill. And you know, to what? I mean, that was. I mean, come on. How many times are you going to bet a baseball game and it's that easy? Fourteen to one. Not too often. Yeah, no. Nope. Uh, but Polar Bear Pete got the Mets off on the right foot last night, and uh, that's the second time in uh, less than a month the Mets have bombed Matt Harvey. That's so right. He was out by the fourth inning last night. And what we could understand with that game, Matt, is the sharp money on the overnight, the move. I mean, it moved like 28 cents by the time we got on the air yesterday. There was sharp was money odd. in the market for the Orioles last night when we were on the show. You and I talked during a break. Why is this price crashing? Yep. Uh, but we went ahead and played the Mets at a better number, and. Uh, I'll take it. Kept going down 
and down and down throughout the entire show. It's really windy here in Las Vegas today. You don't like to play golf in wind, do you? No. Yeah. I don't like wind. wind if, if I were a pro golfer and you're handicapping a tournament and it's windy, bet against me in every matchup. Because it psychs me out pretty yep. much the wind, when you, especially when you're playing holes into the wind. Uh, no, I don't like the wind when I'm playing golf. How about this? Mm-hmm. So uh, Chris Otto, who is in the <clears throat> Pittsburgh area, mm-hmm. did a great job this year on Twitter with like hockey numbers and stuff. He came out this week, and he dropped by Circa the other day. It was great to meet him with yeah. his dad. They're great bowlers. Like his dad averages a 214. Chris is like a 217 bowler. That's great. But they were also golfing every single day. Thank uh, goodness for them. I think they're leaving today. So they got lucky there, but um, like a 20-degree dip all of a sudden out here in Las Vegas. Up next, um, which team do you have more confidence in winning tonight? And I made a bet at 18-1 to in the NHL. That's coming up. This is Brent Musburger, and here is your VSIN action update. Now, here are the latest lines from my guys in the desert. The New York Islanders will meet the Tampa Bay Lightning in the Stanley Cup semifinals after the Islanders beat the Bruins 6-2 to to win that series in six games. The Islanders earned the victory yesterday as another 26 underdog. Series price between the Islanders and the Lightning. Tampa Bay the favorite laying $2.25. The Islanders plus $1.80. The Vegas Golden Knights can advance to the semifinals where they'll meet Montreal with a win today. Vegas up three games to two on the Avalanche. They're laying $1.40 at home as they try to close out the series. NBA playoff action today. The Milwaukee Bucks laying three and a half at home against the Nets. Be sure to check out our new betting splits feature on vcin.com before you place your next bet every day. We're posting the latest splits for games at current odds and what percentage of bets and money being placed on each game. Go to vcin.com and check out the betting splits plus live odds, line moves, and game analysis. Makes vcin.com the best place to visit before your next bet. With your action update, I'm Mike Senna. Get the latest vcin odds at vsin.com. And remember... Cash and tickets is what it's all about. It's time to follow the money with your hosts, Mitch Moss and Polly Howard. Make sure you check out the new feature that we have on vcin.com every day. We're posting the latest betting splits on every game in the major sports with current odds and what percentage of bets and money are being placed on each game. Check this info daily to find out which games are seeing the most tickets written and if that matches the money coming in on those games to help you find a betting edge. And, of course, we have all of the odds, data, and analysis for every game as well. Start your next sports bet at vcin.com. So, I mean, it was a great crowd last night at the barn in New York, oh, the Islanders. I mean, that place is absolutely on fire. Yeah, yeah, it was. I uh, got this email from Andrew LaRocca, who's been doing really good, uh, really well, um, slamming future markets in every sport. Good job out of him finding good numbers. He's been going to the Coliseum for more than 35 years, and never, ever has he seen that building produce that kind of deafening noise. It was uh, spectacular to be able to uh, be part of something like that. So much fun all game. It looked like it. I mean, if you were there, I mean, Dennis Bernstein was on the show yesterday who, you know, know, he's a hockey expert, right? Knows everything about all these teams. Um, He was there earlier in the series, and he said they were tailgating like six hours before they dropped the puck, (laughs) and he loved them last night. It's like a college football atmosphere, right? Yes, it was (laughs) at a hockey game. Think about that. Yeah, props to Dennis Bernstein. I know you said it on Twitter, but we have to give him credit. He was on the show yesterday, and he said, bet the Islanders yesterday, plus 120, and uh, he nailed it. Uh, Six to two. It was a blowout last night. The Boston Bruins not in the game, uh, let's see, what, midway through the second period. I think is when uh, the Islanders started to blow the thing open, right? Yep, yep. And it was really impressive what, again, what Barry Trotz has done. This guy was let go by the Washington Capitals after winning the Cup. Uh, was that three years ago or two yeah, years ago? Yeah, a couple when, of years when ago, When the yeah. Caps beat the yeah. Vegas Golden Knights in the finals, they let the guy go. He goes to New York, and he's winning playoff series after playoff series. Where are the Caps? Caps haven't won one since he left. It's amazing, right? Yeah. So give a lot of credit to Barry Trotz for what he's done with the New York Islanders. And uh, it's blue-collar type of hockey, but New Yorkers love it. It was kind of cool to watch last night. And uh, I know a lot of sharp hockey analysts who, th- who thought the Boston Bruins were going to win the whole thing. Round two, go home. Gone. See yeah. you later. And Dennis kept expressing over and over and over again, 
look, they have a great line. It's called the perfection line, right? After that, there's not a lot of help on this team, and that's going to eventually catch up with them, and it absolutely did. Mm -hmm. And you're right, that second period again for the Islanders was uh, spectacular last night. They outscored them uh, by, what, three goals in the second last night to take a 4-1 lead. Uh, you're right, Matt. Trotz has won five overall playoff series since the Capitals let him go. They haven't won <laughs> one. Not one since. So... I think uh, heads need to roll in that Washington front office. Who's, uh, the, whose ego was it that forced Barry Trotz out the door? Yep. Here's yeah. the bet that I made at 18-1 to 1 in the NHL last night. And shop around. It might still be available. Um, I think it did dip down in a couple of spots. But I did bet uh, Max Pacioretty for the Golden Knights to win the Conn Smythe sure. at 18-1 to 1 just because of the number. I mean, the series is clearly not over with yet. They are up three games to two if they finish it off tonight. I mean, at that price, they're going to be huge favorites against uh, Montreal in the next round. And if they win it all, I mean, who are the guys on that team with the best chance to win the Conn Smythe? I would say in any order, it would be Marc-Andre Fleury, Mark Stone, and Max Pacioretty. And rather than yeah. betting the Golden Knights right now in a future to uh, win the Stanley Cup final, I bet Max Pac Pacioretty at 18-1. to 1. Actually, kind of like that bet. But, well, you've, Mark Stone's got a great shot. Sure Fleury's got a great shot. Like you said, Pacioretty's been, he's been uh, red hot. <clears throat> he's been a big-time player, too. So 18-1, to 1, did... What, what were the odds on uh, Stone and uh, Marc-Andre Fleury? Stone was between 7 and 10 to 1, and Marc-Andre uh, Fleury was around 6 to 1, I believe, at most spots. Yeah, so it's you're, you're, you're just taking a value shot with uh, sure. Patrick. Sure, and, and also what he means overall to the team. He's averaging basically a point per game. Sure. And uh, he has an opportunity to score you know, a bunch of goals. And uh, I, overall, I just thought that that was a really solid number. I was tipped off to uh, Kucherov for Tampa Bay at 10 to 1. By the time I looked at it, it that was long gone, so... Uh -huh. I mean, with, with Tampa Bay spot as well now going up uh, against, against the Islanders, if I can speak here, if you can find – maybe, you know, some of these books, Matt, they fall asleep, they don't adjust stuff. If you, I would shop around for Kucherov as well. If you fight 8, 9, 10 to 1, I think that's a really solid number. You're thinking Tampa Bay, Vegas in the finals. Well, I mean, just based on, you know, the, you know playing the odds like that, uh -huh. you know. And certainly you have to think of Tampa Bay repeats. That guy's going to have a great shot to win that award. Yeah, no doubt about it. Yeah. You know, and you said Stone – uh, Mark Stone and uh, Pat, Max Pacioretty, I think those guys have about an equal chance to win. Probably. And Stone is seven to one, and Pacioretty's eighteen to one. Uh -huh. Yeah. So go ahead yeah. and play the guy who's eighteen to one. I would think so. That's the play. There was also a guy who I wanted to bet uh, to win the NBA Finals MVP last night, and of course they took it off the board when the game started. And Chris Paul had a magnificent game. He's down to eighteen to one this morning. Yeah. Matt, he was 42-1 to 1 last night. I couldn't believe those odds. You sent those to me yesterday. I was stunned. Yep. Chris Paul had 17 points, 15 assists last night. And here's the number that stands out that nobody's going to talk about. Zero turnovers. Yep. 15 assists, no turnovers. Uh, the guy was 2-for-2 two two from three-point range. You can't play much better than Chris Paul did last night. No, he was sensational. Uh, Malone, the coach for the Nuggets, actually said, I thought we quit in the game. Yeah. I mean, it was over with in the third quarter. That was a uh, an ambush job by the Suns. They looked, you know, magnificent again last night. Six guys uh, yet again in double figures yep. for, for Phoenix, and this team is dangerous. They are lethal, and uh, you know, Chris Paul. We talked about this with the MVP yesterday. He was an afterthought, kind of. He did get one first-place vote, and really when you consider everything that happened this year in the NBA, Chris Paul probably deserved more attention than that. Joker was amazing. I'm not taking any credit away from that guy, but what Chris Paul has meant to the Phoenix Suns this year has been, you know, for that team, priceless. It is. We said the same thing about Stephen Curry and the Warriors, and i got to be honest with you at this point, talking about the MVP and the NBA gives me a freaking headache. I'm so sick of it. Of overall, the M yeah. I mean, yeah. it's been going on for five months oh, know, every day. Who's the MVP of the NBA? I don't freaking care anymore. Yeah, yeah I will say, though, like if uh, the, the Nuggets can get back into this series, certainly at this point it looks like the Suns are the, the better team, and their home court has been really, really on fire as well. Yeah. But, yeah, you know, just for the sake of this, this segment here, Matt, if we get Suns Jazz or Suns Clippers, I know the Clippers did really well against the Suns in the regular season. I don't know what that means. Probably not much if they meet. But if we get Jazz Suns in the uh, Western Conference Finals, that is a great series overall. <clears throat> I can't sure. wait. And if Conley's back, mm -hmm. just to see like the, the, the matchup in the backcourt between these two teams. And Aiton's coming on. Aiton's yeah. playing really well. Man, I hope Conley's back. I hate it when teams get this far and one of your best players gets sidelined. Yeah. You know, same thing. Happened in the uh, NCAA tournament with Michigan, with Villanova. You know, and you, you hate to see a guy like Mike Conley miss too many games at this stage of the playoffs. 
you know, it's going to be a great series, even if it's Clippers, Suns. Yeah, it's going to be Jazz Suns be great, Clippers Suns be great as well. Sure. I think the Nuggets are the one team that I kind of want to. It sounds cruel, but I want I want to see the Nuggets out because I just don't believe they have the same type of ceiling. Without Jamal Murray, yep. does anybody really think this is an NBA Finals-worthy team? Uh, nobody really believes that, right? No. no. I, I can't imagine. Now, with him. With him, the it, Nuggets are legit. Absolutely, no they are. Yeah. It's a team that can maybe win the whole thing. Uh, without him, you're seeing that they need his scoring punch added. And last night, they wouldn't stop shooting threes, and they couldn't hit anything. <laughs> so, you, well, you that's know. the NBA now. You're yeah. going to keep jacking them threes where you're knocking them down or not. 18 for 38 uh, last night. Uh, for the Suns, 14 for 43 for the Nuggets. And they got off to a horrendous start. Oh, I think so one bad. for 13. Right? Yeah, it was right. so bad last night. I, I will say that I can understand how sports, like casual fans of the NBA, how they've maybe drifted over the years mm-hmm. on the sport. Because when you watch it, all it is really is three-point shooting. And if a team is off like last night, it's not very pleasurable to watch, Matt. No. Because they don't change it up. They just keep chucking from downtown? No, they don't. But, you know, at the same time, I don't want to sound like the get-off-my-lawn old-school guy because the three-point shooters now are better than ever. Oh, no, too, no question. You know? And yeah. so when, when these teams are hitting, they can look fantastic. But it's just uh, the nature of the way the game has changed. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's a three-point shooting contest and a dunk contest. You really have no mid-range game. When a guy takes a mid-range jumper now, you hear, oh, what a terrible shot. Yeah. yeah I can't believe he took a two-pointer. Yeah. I know, I know. <laughs> But that's why, to me, Kevin Durant is so enjoyable to watch. Yeah, I'll take his mid-range game, mid-range game every day of the week. I really appreciate a guy with a great mid-range game. I'd rather see somebody who, who's really good at knocking down 17, 18-footers than somebody who's shooting 28% from three-point yes. range. Yep, me too. Uh, so who do you have more confidence in tonight in winning the game, the Bucks or the Avalanche? Uh, boy, that's a great question. I'm going to say... I'm going to say the Bucks because they're home. They're down two games. They're going to come out with. Uh, they're going to come out flying around like bats out of hell. And you would think that uh, the Bucks are not going to go down without a fight. I think the Avalanche, like you hinted yesterday, uh, you you said you felt like the Golden Golden Knights kind of stole their soul in Game Five, right? Yeah. That was one of those soul crushing defeats where you have a two goal lead in the third period on your home ice. You have to win that game. You have to. And the fact they didn't makes a lot of people believe that series is over. So I think the Bucks have a better shot. Yeah. Are you going to play this Obviously, angle? Obviously, the numbers would tell you that too because the Bucks are three point favorites and the Avalanche are underdogs. Well, sure. Yeah. But I mean, the way the Bucks have played, my God. Off uh, a 39 point loss? Yes. So this, this angle again, and you were all over this here on the network you know, a couple years ago. It was a. It was really a thing where a team down 0-2 going back home for game three to bet them first quarter and first half. I mean, you would blindly bet it, Matt, yeah. and you were cashing these tickets in the first quarter and the first half. Do you want to approach this game the same way here tonight? I'm not. Yeah. No, I'm not going to do it because just like you said, I don't really have a strong belief in the Bucks. I think if, you, if you're going to play them in a spot, this is it. Yeah, this yes, might be the last spot. I, uh, I might be agree. the last spot in this series. Play them in the first quarter, first half tonight, I, and I probably don't want anything to do with the Bucks uh, after this. It's just—it's so sick when you think about what happened in Game Two. James Harden sits out, and the Brooklyn Nets win by 39 points. How does that happen? I, that can show some heart. Yep. Uh, it's kind of like uh, you know the Nuggets. Mike Malone says team quit last night. I thought the Bucks quit in game two. Oh, they absolutely. And it looked did. like they quit early in game two. That was. It looked yeah, like they, they quit before the half. That was the Jay Cutler game against the Packers when <laughs> Deion Sanders is on NFL Network and he goes, he tapped out. Yeah. I'll never forget that. He did. And that, that's exactly what the books, Bucks looked like they did early on in that game. I hated Jay Cutler as a player yep. before that, and I. I it did not surprise me one bit that Jay Cutler, in an NFC Championship game at Soldier Field against the Packers, quit on his team to make a business decision. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there were there were some people in Chicago who actually tried to defend Jay Cutler. I, I recall time. that, yeah. One of those was Aaron Kessler, uh, Bears super fan from Chicago, who's, who was a Golden Nugget sportsbook assistant to Tony Miller. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, Jay Cutler's a tough guy. He would never do that. No, he would do that. Yep. Cutler would quit on his team. And you know what? He didn't even have a torn ACL. 
If I had a torn ACL, I would still would have tried to play. I mean, it's NFC Championship game. You're playing for the Bears against the Packers. Mm-hmm. Come on, man. He had a strained knee, a sprained knee, whatever. That night, he was walking upstairs going to, the, going to, a, restaurant. Going to a restaurant in yeah. Chicago, but he couldn't play against the Packers in the NFC title game. Yeah. Anyway, got off track there. But no, I know. But I the, despise the point- Jay Cutler so much that... Uh, and, the, and that game topped it off. Well, he's got the worst body language I've yeah. ever seen for a professional athlete. But the, the point is, I mean, the Bucks were kind of – that was the analogy, I think, right? Is the Bucks kind of look like that? I mean, they were sitting Giannis late in the game. By the time it's a 35-point game in the second half, there's at that point, you know, there's no really reason to trot him out there, I guess. But mm-hmm. that game was over early. You know, actually, I might actually come back and play Bucks first quarter tonight. Because that, that, I mean, that crowd, you would think, they're not going to be sitting on their hands. Mm-hmm. They're going to be loud. They're going to bring the energy, uh, energy and the noise tonight. And they did, you know what, I'm trying to eliminate what I saw in Game 2. I kind of need to just erase that from my memory because the Bucks did play the Nets well in the regular season. Sure. And maybe that means absolutely nothing and they get run, run out again tonight. But without Harden now in Game 3 at home, and they have not shot the ball well from deep uh, so far in the series, where they make six in the first game, I believe eight the second game, yes. they're better than that. And maybe they'll have, I think the guys will come out and have the three-point shot dropping at some point tonight. I think maybe you'll find out though early. Like if the, if the Bucks drop, you know, if they're down by 10, 12, like in the second quarter, and it's not looking good before halftime, uh, maybe there's a good number still available on the Nets at that point in play. Yeah, I'm not going to... I'm not going to talk you out of it. Let's put it this way. If you're going to play the Bucks at any point in this series, play them in the first quarter in the first half tonight. Yeah. But I don't think I want to play them for the game. I definitely don't I want to play I would feel more confident playing the first quarter, first half tonight in the, instead of uh, counting on the Bucks to bring it for 48 minutes. Uh, bet on the Bucks to bring it for the first uh, 12 and 24 minutes tonight. Yeah. I think, you know, like we said, that's been a, a pretty solid angle to play in the NBA playoffs over the years, and it? This is a spot where you would play it for Milwaukee tonight. I think I'm going to talk myself out of the game. I think I just did. <laughs> in like 30 seconds of talking, I said both sides. So I'm like, that's uh, probably better that I just lay off on this play game. Play the first quarter. Yeah. Uh, you like anything in the other game? Clippers and Jazz go at it again tonight? Uh, man, there were some big bets in the market on the Clippers in game one. Right? Uh-huh. Uh, I, I kind of like the Clips. Conley's going to be out again, right? That's the way it appears, yeah. It appears Conley's out. If he doesn't play... I lean right now towards grabbing three and a half with the Clips. I really felt like they let game one get away. When you're up 13 at the half and there's no Conley, you have to win that game. I think the Clips come back tonight and probably win. DraftKings has got three and a half. I think I'd probably look to take the points with the Clips. Clippers, man, tough team to figure out, aren't they? I mean, what are you going to get night in and night out from this team? the definition of a Jekyll and Hyde team. That's exactly but, what they know, are. They, they really have brought it for the most part in the last three games. So the last two games yeah. of the Dallas series – and for the first, uh, definitely for the first half in Salt Lake City, the Clips, I thought, played at a really high level. They fell apart in the second half of uh, game one of the series. But um, don't, don't you feel like that uh, this, is, this is kind of a game that the Clippers have to get with Mike Conley out after letting game one get away? I mean, how, like- how good would you feel if you're the Utah Jazz and you oh. – and you don't have Conley in the first two, and you're up 2-0. You'd be yeah. feeling pretty damn solid if they could walk out of here winning both these games, especially in game one, like you said, when they came back from 13 down at halftime. If they could win again tonight without Conley and what he's meant to the team overall this year, be huge for him. Up next year, follow the money on VSIN, the sports betting network. Matt took offense to someone who questioned his credentials. <laughs> spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. 
Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation blogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my That's my game. game. <laughs> <laughs> There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep expert. Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. of losing your hair get 50% off your first order of hair loss treatments when you go to keeps.com slash vsin again that's 50% off your first order of hair loss treatments when you go to keeps.com slash vsin the audacity Matt of a viewer slash listener to actually <laughs> go to Twitter and question your credentials on something that you are absolutely an expert on I can't believe that this happened uh, go ahead the floor is yours tell us what took place well, you you sent out a tweet about uh, Anthony Bourdain, yeah, about Waffle House, and he had an eloquent, I guess, uh, verbal essay on Waffle House. And mm-hmm. I said, I love Waffle House, but it ranks behind Denny's for me. And some guy responded, "Take this guy's fast food credentials away. That's rid- that's a ridiculous take. Come on, man." I've, uh, I said, "Okay, so give me your fast food top ten. I want oh, I want to see it." And here it is. This is Mikey J on Twitter at M-Town Mikey. Number one, Chick-fil-A. So we agree there. Okay. Okay. Number two, Del Taco. All right. Way overrated at number two, but not the worst of his top ten. Okay. Del Taco should not be close to number two. No. And I like Del Taco, but number two, come on. Number three, In-N-Out Burger. Okay. Number four, Raising Cane's. This is where he lost me. Number five, Rallies. I don't what? know what it is. Rallies is a little hamburger, drive-through hamburger joint. 
very popular in Florida in the south. There's one on, I think, Jones between Desert Inn and Flamingo. Really? It's not very good. I cannot believe he ranked this number five. And also, he forgot number six. Okay, well, that's kind of a big deal. Like, huh? <laughs> <Tell me. laughs> that's okay, man. One, two, three, four, five, and then he skips to seven, Portillo's. <laughs> I love number seven. Nice job, Mikey. Uh, number eight, Mickey D's. Number nine, Bojangles. Number 10, Wiener Schnitzel. How does Wiener Schnitzel get in anybody's top 10? Uh, no way. No Rallies and Wiener 10. Schnitzel. Come on, man. Uh, I, I thought that, you know, for the most part, he did an okay job there. But Del Taco is way overrated at number two. That can't, Del Taco can't even make your top 20. No, come on. For the most part, it's garbage. Rallies at number five, no chance. Wiener Schnitzel is laughable. At number 10. Yeah. I would not even mm-hmm. consider that. If I did a top 50, which you're going to do in a month and a half, does that even crack your top 50? Wiener Schnitzel? Yeah. I guess you got 50 uh, spots to fill, so I mean, if it—that's a good question. It doesn't even come to mind. I've got, the, I've got my master list of all the uh, okay. fast food places in America that are in consideration. Wiener Schnitzel—I would think it's outside the top 50 oh, right now. Man, do you have like a huge like Excel file on this thing that you keep at the house? Well, I just keep a document. A, a running document that you have, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I update once in a while. Like tonight, uh, McDonald's is going to be downgraded. I tried to stop at three McDonald's. On the way here, by the way, there's my fast food credential that was uh, awarded to me yesterday by the uh, Palm Readers Playbook guy on Twitter. Now, that is something to be proud of right there. Look at that. Look at that. He goes out of his Lifetime way to make achievement this. and yep. experience in evaluating and ranking fast food establishments presented by the Palm Readers. I, I appreciate that greatly, the fast food credential certificate. Hey. You should print that off and make it a business card. Find someone who looks at you the way the Palm Readers guy looks at Mike Palm. Yeah, no uh, kidding. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> he's a big fan. He he's a big fan. He's a good dude. Uh-huh. Uh, okay, so McDonald. I stopped at three McDonald's on the way in here tonight. Mm-hmm. You know, they all say 24 hours. Of course. You pull in the drive-thru. Sorry, our drive-thru is closed. Sorry for the inconvenience. We drive to the next one. The lights are off. The whole building shut down. I drive to one more on the way here. Uh-huh. Cones are up in the drive-thru lane, and the drive-thru shut down. That's fun. Why are you 24 hours? You don't have your... So right now I'm ticked off at McDonald's, and uh, McDonald's is falling in the rankings. I am kind of high on Burger King. Do we have the photo? I wanted to throw it up. I stopped at Burger King yesterday, and uh, there was a promotion. Uh, Buy one Whopper. Here it is right there. Paul Howard will appreciate this. Paul loves the Whopper. He loves BK. This is over on Maryland Parkway by UNLV. A Whopper. Buy one Get one for one dollar. Now that's an outstanding promotion if you love the Whopper. How do you turn that down? Now you can't turn that down. I saw that. I pulled right in and got of two course. Whoppers. Yes, you right. have to. Yeah. yeah, it's a no doubt about. It's a no brainer. Is what Burger what King's it is. moving yeah. up in the rankings, and uh, right now somebody at McDonald's in the front office needs a wake up call because if you advertise twenty four hours, you can't operate for twenty two. Yeah, and three of them are within five minutes of each other, and uh, none of them are open whatsoever. Have you had the new spicy chicken sandwich yet? Yeah, we talked about that. I, I think I'd give that a C plus. C plus, not very good. Okay. Uh, NBA edition of Ask Matt coming up next. Finals MVP odds. We'll run those down. And is anybody worth betting other than the favorite in this event coming up in late July? Days for your winnings. Cash out instantly with Bet Rivers' phenomenal feature, Rush Pay. Get your cash when you want it at Bet Rivers Sportsbook, the industry leader with exclusive bets, daily specials, odds boost, and the most in play betting options out there. As always, get $250 in a match bonus, fastest payouts, and only one time playthrough at Bet Rivers, your hometown sportsbook. Offer valid in Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Virginia, Michigan, and Pennsylvania. Available at PlaySugarHouse.com in New Jersey. Must be 21. Not valid in Iowa. Bet Rivers Sportsbook. Visit BetRivers.com. This is not the ultimate compliment to In-N-Out Burger, but it's certainly singing. I'm singing its praises right now. Uh huh. 
yesterday, uh, I'm at the house, and I'm getting a little hungry. It's about 1 o'clock in the afternoon. So I'm, I start to get a bite to eat. My wife is gone. She's running errands. And I feel <laughs> like I had enough to eat to like consider it lunch, and I'm done, and I'm full. She texts me three minutes later, hey, I'm bringing home food. I'm like, okay, no problem. I can't okay. wait to see where it's from. She comes home. She has me a huge double-double from in and out Pipe being hot. <clears throat> and, I just, hot. and I just ate, and I'm full, and I'm like, Did you eat it? I can't let that go to waste. So I had to suck it up. I had to avoid telling her that I just ate. And I said, thank you very much for bringing it home. So I sat there and I just, I ate it like I normally would. And I was done way before she was. And on the inside, I'm like, oh my God, I'm so full. This is absolutely insane. But I'm not going to let a perfectly good double-double go to waste. No, you can't let it go to waste. And it's no. kind of hard to put that in the refrigerator and save it for later oh, and yeah. warm it up. Yeah, they don't hold. It just doesn't work. Mikey J just tweeted me and says, uh, no love for wiener schnitzel. <laughs> You're sleeping on the chili cheese fries at Del Taco. No way Denny's should ever be above Waffle House. So that's one thing about fast food. Denny's and Waffle House are not going to fall into the fast food rankings yeah. because they don't have drive-thrus and it's a sit-down. Uh, yeah, it's a sit-down diner. Uh, but you know, it might be fifty people who like Denny's and fifty people who like Waffle House. Yeah, that's they're that they're that close, right? Yep. And uh, IHOP is a distant third when you're talking about that. But I've always liked Denny's a little bit better. I went to both of them within the past week, but I've got. How about this, Mitch? I've got five Denny's within two miles of my house. Five? Yeah. Isn't that great? Yeah. How is that possible? Wow. Yeah. Five Denny's five within that two close. miles. Okay. All right. When they say they're open 24 hours on like McDonald's, they're open 24 hours. Yeah, you can go get a nice yeah. meal at 2 o'clock in always, the morning. You can always get into Denny's. All right. According to a report, Kemba Walker and the Boston Celtics will end their relationship this offseason uh, Knicks, Blazers, Thunder, Mavericks. Which team makes some sense here if they trade them? I think the Knicks probably makes sense. Uh, you know, I guess the Blazers could make sense if they deal or if they let C.J. McCollum get away. It's it's really been a rough uh, rough ride with uh, the Celtics so far. Uh huh. And I, I'm not surprised to see the story that these sides are going to part ways. I, I, initially, I thought, man, this is going to be a great pickup for the Celtics. It just hasn't worked out. Injuries, he hasn't shot the ball uh, the way you, you know we thought he was going to play. Uh, so he's been, a, he's been a disappointment. But moves somewhere else, I still think he's a good player who could fit in. The Knicks have got to add, they've got to add talent. Uh, I'm not sure if he's a good enough defensive player that uh, Tom Thibodeau would want him. Yeah. And he's, uh, I don't know. A lot of people are saying... I liked him a lot, let's put it this way, I liked him a lot more two years ago than I do today because he just yeah. did not play well for the Celtics. No, a lot of people are suggesting Kemba for Porzingis straight up. Well, if you're if you're the Mavericks, why would you do that? Yeah. Huh? I, I, I think some people are saying that uh, maybe Porzingis is never going to be the same guy since uh, the injury, obviously. But... Uh, that's writing him off awfully quickly. In my I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna trade a big guy like that who's who's talented for a small guard. Yeah, who who still kind of like he's a nice player, Kemba Walker. Kemba Walker's a pretty that's, good player. I just not a great defender. Yeah. He's he's really not great at anything right now, is he? No, no. Uh, how about NBA Finals MVP odds? They are up at Boyd Gaming here in Nevada and other spots across the country. Uh, Kevin Durant is your shortest shot on the board at plus 145. Then Donovan Mitchell, plus 390. He's actually down to 350 this morning. Some of these numbers have moved. And we'll put this uh, graphic up to show you exactly how much they've moved. Uh, Last night, before the game tipped off, Embiid was plus 850. He's now plus $10. Kawhi is seen at plus 950 this morning. And Devin Booker is still 10 to 1. The guy I wanted to grab last night... Uh, Waited too long. They took it off the board during the game. Chris, was Chris Paul? You've seen him here at eight, uh, forty-two to one. He's now eighteen to one. I was really surprised when you sent that over last night that that forty-two to one was out there. I actually don't have an account there. I thought about driving over to uh, bet that. I don't think forty. If you forty-two could, to one. If anybody, no, no doubt they moved it after the game that Chris Paul had last night. But maybe some people got down on forty-two <clears throat> to one. That's a really good number. <laughs> yeah. In fact, I think that number should probably be half that. It should be about 20 to 1 right there where Kyrie Irving is. Uh, if you're going to bet somebody, I think, on that board right now, well, let's say Chris Paul has been adjusted and you can't bet him. How about Kyrie at 20 to 1? Yeah, he's still in that neighborhood it today. It sure looks like the Nets are going to be in the uh, finals the way they're playing. Yep. 
and uh, Kyrie at 20 as compared to Harden at 12 and KD at plus 145. Uh-huh. Why would you not take 20 to 1 on Kyrie? They bumped down Harden at 6. He's now 16 to 1. Okay. Well, so, but I mean, still with considering the, the injury, that yeah. makes sense, but still. I think Ky- you bring Kyrie's up a good point. Probably got just as good a shot as Harden. He can go for, realistically speaking, he can go for what, 28, 30 a game? Sure. In the NBA Finals and just be sensational? Why not at that, at that price? I don't disagree. You think the Jazz, you like him to come out of the West. I like the Jazz, but Mike Conley's got to come back. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's 80 to 1 right now, but Gobert is uh, 27 to 1 this morning. Mm-hmm. Three-time defensive player of the it's year. It's going to be now. really hard for him to win finals MVP, though. Because typically a guy who wins that award is going to be somebody who scores a lot. Yeah, unless he would just be, a, you know, if he puts on a masterful performance on defense, and I can't imagine that he would be guarding Durant. But if he has, like, a bunch of blocks in the series, and uh, anyway. Yeah, I wouldn't make that bet. It's yeah. just the, the way the games are going to be played. Let's say it's the Jazz and the Nets. Yeah. It's all going to be about three-point shooting and... What's Rudy Gobert going to do that's going to help him He's, outshine KD, James Harden, Kyrie, Donovan Mitchell, Mike Conley? It's not, it's not going to happen. Yeah, quickly here. Can you make the case to wager on anybody? Uh, odds at uh, BetMGM, first pick in the draft, NBA coming up late July. Cade Cunningham yeah. is minus 650. Yeah, you know what? I don't like the way Cade Cunningham played in the NCAA tournament in March. I saw a lot of flaws in his game. And Jalen Suggs really, I thought, jumped up the board a little bit with uh, with a chance to go number one. Now, if you read all the reports, it looks like Cunningham's still going to be number one, and that's why he's minus 650, but if I'm, I'm going to bet anything you said, can I bet, can I make a case? I can make a case for Suggs. Suggs number number one, one. Eight to one odds, why not? I mean, if you're going to bet something there, I think that's what you would bet. Up next, try to make you some money betting Euros 20, as Nigel Seeley's going to join the program. Typically, he doesn't recommend short shots, is he making an exception with the L rights in this event? We'll ask him coming up next. Hey, Sarah. I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation vlogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, Demarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my, my dance, <laughs> There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex-
National Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep expert. <sighs> Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Join the action on DraftKings, the leader in daily fantasy sports. Download the app. Use the promo code VSIN when you sign up to compete for cash prizes each and every week. Don't wait. Sign up now, and new customers get a deposit bonus up to $500. That's code VSIN when you sign up. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, the number is 1-800-GAMBLER. In Indiana, it's 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Must be 18 years or older. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com. For details. Okay, here we go. Let's get uh, let's make some money betting the Euros 2020 with Nigel Seeley as he joins the program here. Dynamite uh, on soccer. Uh, good morning, lad. How are you today? I'm very well. I'm looking forward to the uh, the Euro starting tomorrow. The weather's been quite good in England and uh, sun is shining. And hopefully, football's coming home this summer. I've got me England. Got me England top on here to cheer the boys on. But uh, there we go. I, I think I think it might be another tournament of misery for me 48 years i've had waiting to wait seeing them win something and uh, i think i might have to stretch for another couple of years how big is this tournament to you and soccer fans overall oh it's without question the second biggest tournament um for european football fans i mean uh for me personally um 90 euro 96 i was 23 years of age i uh, i thought i was the absolute bee's knees i thought i was the the main man and England got to the semi-finals and should have won it that year. And they hosted it at home. And it was the best football tournament I've ever been to. I was very lucky. I was working for a newspaper. And I was very lucky to go to three England games. England played Holland and won 4-1. England played Scotland that year and won 2-1. And uh, we played Spain and beat them on penalties. And it was, just, it was just like a tournament that the music... I'm really into my music as well. And the music scene was really good. Oasis were top of the charts. And it, everything was, was great to be in England. Roll on almost, what, 20, 25 years on, we're in lockdown, <laughs> the weather's been terrible, everyone's depressed, and this, this could actually lift, this could lift, this could lift, this could lift, you know, I'm on to my second marriage, this could lift, this could lift the, uh, the nation, you know, we, we, it, could be, it could be something that could lift everybody and put someone in good spirits, but as far as the football extravagance, it's a tournament I think is better than the World Cup, I don't think the World Cup is obviously more prestigious, and uh, but I think the quality of team here is better. In the World Cup, you'd be playing Saudi Arabia in the first round, or you'd be playing Honduras or something like that, where where teams would be very warm favourites. But um, with the quality of teams in it, you're not going to get very one-sided matches, which makes it very interesting for betting. Okay, uh, let's start with the groups before we get to the outrights first, and uh, you can take it off uh, any which way that you want here, going any direction that you want with the groups. But I want to begin with the group in which France is involved with because they get Germany, Portugal, and Hungary's in there as well. But that to me feels like the, and I'm no soccer expert, but you can correct me if I'm wrong, that feels like the group of death. But explain the groups and how they work this year and who you like coming out of that group. Yeah, well, certainly. I mean, this time is, there's more teams in the European Championship. There's six teams of four groups. So there's, uh, there's six groups, sorry, of, of four teams. So there's 24 teams, which gets whittled down to 16 at the knockout stages. So you're going to get the, the best placed third teams coming through. So if you win one game, effectively, you should be able to go through. In European championships in the past and World Cups in the past, 
Uh, if you're in a group of four, the top two go through and the bottom two get eliminated. Not so much this case. So mm. even though that does look hard, it looks very hard for Hungary. But even though it does look hard, those three should prevail with a with a win over Hungary in their group. So they should go through the, as a best place to be. The problem is now is everyone looks at the draw and tries to think, well, how how what's the best route? Well, the best routes now won't be what they'll be at the end of the uh, after the knockout stages. Currently, whoever wins that group just on the paper looks as though they've got an easier section through to the final. Whoever comes runner up in that group on paper, will play the winners of England's group. So it could essentially be England v Germany, England v France, or England v Portugal at Wembley in the last 16, which is difficult for England. But nothing ever works out like that on the groups. Portugal won this, um, you know, last time, and they finished third in their group as well. So it's it's um, it, it's not it's not a gun different. The other thing with Hungary is Hungary are one of the only teams, um, they're actually playing their first game against Portugal in Hungary. Uh, and they're one of the only teams without many without many COVID restrictions, and they they could play in a, a sixty five thousand uh, arena, the Puskas Arena, and host Portugal in their first game. And that's going to be a big advantage for Hungary when you consider a lot of these nations are only going to have fifteen twenty thousand teams. So, so I don't think they're an absolute given to lose every single game. This is major. This is tournament football. Anything can happen. The one thing for the French though is the French start off in Germany in Munich and it's very hard to win in Germany and Germany have the advantage the reason why they're favourites of the group is because every one of their games is in Munich so they're at home in every single one of those games so that is why they're the favourites but they're not the favourites to progress because when they get to the knockout stages they don't have home advantage and they have to travel all across Europe because this is a tournament being staged all over European football mm-hmm. there's not one team not one nation that's uh, that's hosting an event they're hosting the event okay you know, I read your column in uh, Point Spread Weekly. I was curious, when is the championship of this? How long, how long does this uh, tournament last? You said France, the team to beat. Spain is a threat. You had some uh, really interesting numbers there on Spain. Didn't lose in 10 qualification games and conceded only five goals and beat the Germans 6-0. Uh, but it's a good column. I was curious, when is when does this wrap up? How long does it last? It, it runs on for a month, Matt. Uh, it's a, the exact date of the final, I think, is July the 13th. It's a Sunday. I think it's that's the final. So it's a month thing. So it, the thing is about this tournament, like any other, no other tournament, is that obviously in major tournaments of soccer, you have to have suspensions. You're going to have injuries to key players. But this this time around, COVID is going to play a big part. There's going to be players who are going to go down with COVID for sure. I mean, it's going to happen. Spain, when I wrote that piece, Spain was about two, day, two days after I wrote the piece, the Spanish national team, didn't, uh, had a couple of COVID cases and they they had they've gone into they've gone into self isolation, so that's going to be a problem and that is why I think the cream will rise to the top and I love the French in this tournament. And the reason why I love the French is because they have without question the best squad in the tournament. They have twenty six players of all world class players. They have cover for every single position. Uh, their, res- their their reserve side could could probably make the final. That's how good they are. Um, in midfield, they they've got uh, Pogba and Kante who are, who are fantastic and confident up front. They have Benzema, Griezmann. They have Mbappe that, who's going to be the star of the tournament and a defence that's so strong. And they're the world champion. Uh, and they know how to win tournament football. And I think they are without doubt the favourites. Now they're five to one for a reason, because they're in that group, as we've mentioned. If they were in any other section of the draw, they'd be plus 250. But I think once they get through to the last 16, they know how to win tournaments. They've won this tournament, th- I think, three times before. They've been recent, well, they were current World Cup winners, and they've won World Cups, you know, in, in, back in the, in the 1990s as well. So they know exactly how to win tournaments. And they have the best players, and they have the best cover. And I think the cream will rise to the, the top in this, in this instance. And I think France, reg- regarding that, despite that draw, are without question the team to beat. Very good. Nigel Seeley, our guest here on Follow the Money, VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. So you like France at 5-1 to one in the outrights. Okay, so what about any matches that get underway? We have one tomorrow with Italy as they take on Turkey, and then a couple of games on Saturday, three in fact, and then some on Sunday. Do you like any of these matches coming up this weekend? Well, the first game of any major tournament, if, it, if it's a World Cup or a European Championship, is always pretty dull because nerves play a big part. I mean... Um, we said we even saw Diana Ross miss a penalty in the uh, in the World Cup when it was held in America. That's how nerves to play a big part in the warm up. But uh, the thing is here is that uh, it's going it's going to make a big big difference. And Italy, a uh, very very defensive minded nation, you know that they they, they thrive themselves on the defence. And the defence is is solid. They've got a centre half back partnership in Chiellini and Bonucci who play for Juventus for their club and for their country. And they're they're going to be very hard to break down. The trouble is is. It, 
World Cup opening matches, if you if you bet the favourite, you usually come unstuck because there there was there like I say, nerves come a big part. I mean, famously, Senegal beat France when they were defending World Cup champions in the World Cup. We had uh, Cameroon beating Argentina. So if you take the low price favourite, usually it's it's difficult. And Turkey are a very very good side. I just feel that this is going to be a low scoring match. Um, I think if you go back through history on on, on opening matches, they're very low scoring, and Italy. Do not concede goals. I think they've won six of their last seven internationals to nil. Um, and I think that they, they will just know that we don't want to lo- lose this game. So for me, I think the best bet in this match would be under two and a half goals. It's probably a little bit lower than what you would usually see for an average Premier League game or a, or a Serie A game. But even take the two and a quarter goals, or maybe even if you, if you, if you, if you, the line is two with a push, take two, because I just can't see many, many goals. If you were looking for a little bit of value, a little bit of juice in the price, and you don't want to pay the unders and think it's a little bit too low, Italy will probably have enough quality to come through. They're at home in Rome, which is a big, big advantage for them. Uh, and I think Italy will win it. So I will probably a Dutch 1-0 and 2-0. Um, and you can get, I think, plus 550. Okay. For uh, one nil over here, and plus four fifty for uh, two nil. So yeah, get one nil, two nil, Italy. Very good. Anything else? Jump off the page here this weekend, or groups, or anything like that that you wanted to mention? Uh, I think Denmark will do very, very well in the tournament. They're one of my my outsiders. I've actually bet them eighty to one. They're now twenty eight to one. That was about three months ago. And I think they'll pl- they play Finland uh, on Saturday. And the Finnish uh, just do not offer any goal threat. They're very they're very resolute in their defence. No goal threat. Their only goal striker is a guy called Timo Puki, who plays for Norwich. He's their centre forward. Uh, and he's their main man. I think he scored something like 28 goals in international football. Barring him, no one else in the team has got double figures. And he's a ligament problem. So he may not play for Finland. Uh, if he doesn't play for Finland, then the, the, the Finns really offer no goal threat. I know it's a, it's a bet that I like. And I know sometimes in American books, you can't get it. But Denmark to win to nil would be my idea of a bet. And if you can't get Denmark to win the bill, just again, play some correct scores. 1-0, 2-0, 3-0 Denmark. I don't think it's going to be any more extravagant than that. Uh, I think Denmark will, will win to nil against Finland. On the tournament itself, uh, all about the French. Um, but if you're looking for an, a, a, a little sort of decent interest for the tournament, I bet Kante, the midfielder, for France, who's just won the Champions League with Chelsea. He's won everything there is in world football, bar in the European Championship. He's a, probably the like, most likeable uh, guy in in soccer in the world, and I bet him at thirty three to one to be the player of the tournament. He's in a midfield with uh, Pogba for France. Pogba and Kante they played in twenty seven internationals together, the two of them. And when they played together, France have never lost. And uh, I, I like Kante to be the player of the tournament. Excellent analysis, mate. Follow him on Twitter. He is at Sealy underscore Nigel. Thanks so much for the time. We'll be in touch. Good luck uh, this weekend. Yeah, have a great weekend, guys. Take it all the best. Yep, you too. My over-under on how many Stellas he'll drink starting tomorrow through Sunday night, I'll put it at 33 and a half. <clears throat> He's going to be fired up because England's yep. got a chance to uh, do something in this turn. Yep. Uh, a former teammate of Deshaun Watson said he knows where he's going to play. Can this happen? We'll talk about it coming up. about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zikazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Videos moderated by real people who review content before it's posted to the feed. I love the dance challenges. <laughs> I love that it's Kids Safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids. <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free... 
Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to HelpMyGamblingProblem.org for free confidential services. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds... It was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN.